0: Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacqueline, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. Put on a jacket, get the heat turned up. It is a cold day here in the Valley of the Sun. When I got in my car this morning, I turned it on and you know these fancy cars now apparently this is why there's no inflation even though yesterday I told you right a new truck 50 grand. Uh, The average price of a car now hit a new all-time high, 37,000, and yet the Fed will tell you. And the the way they do inflation, there is none when it comes to autos because you know what my car said to me? It said to me, ice possible. Yeah, it was 36 degrees. And here's the funny thing. So I I know this is um, ridiculous, but... The people that built our house apparently did not realize how big a car was and is. And when they built the garage, they did not build it big enough. So my car sits outside because it's too big. You know, my, my Buick, my, my Buick lacrosse is too. My wife's car's outside as well. She's got that escalator, You know, that thing sticks out like two feet. It's either that or I can't get through the garage door. So, or, you know, into the house. But I can, I, my car, I, I guess, my car can fit. As long as I don't want to enter my house through the garage. Then it will fit. It'll actually cover up the door and you can't get in there. Uh, but like, I couldn't tell by the, there was actually some frost on my hood, but my car was kind of, when I started it, yeah, it it told me, Hey B, watch out. (laughs) Now, of course it's Arizona and there's, uh, well, I shouldn't say we've never had ice, but we very, very rarely do. I know in Colorado, I talked to Jason, I was going to complain about how cold it was. Jason said it was like negative 10 or in, in negative t- ten or twelve or something like that in Colorado. Uh, so I'll take the thirty-six. Uh, but at least the sun is out. A uh, happy Thursday. A lot of stuff happening very, very quickly. And uh, I'm going to say this: reality is going to come back. I I know. You, you got you got a little nervous in December. You feel a little bit better about things. Uh, reality starting to come back the other way. I got all kinds of stuff, all, all, all kinds of information to pass on to you. Uh, make sure you call the toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Physical delivery of gold and silver. It's what we do. It's what keeps us here. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to forget, as most of you know, we bought the radio station that we're on in Colorado. I say we're buying it. Contracts have been signed, and and we're waiting on, now that the government shutdown is over, uh, the FCC and all that, but but we're, we're inching closer and closer to it, and, and obviously a lot of changes have been made, 1360khnc.com. That is going to be the website. Uh, it is up. It is running. We're still making changes uh it but but we're getting there i'm gonna tell you right now we got new programming a lot of new program coming by the end of february i promise you we're gonna have two three maybe even four new programs coming so get ready a matter of fact friday every friday now from two to three we got the treasure seekers on i'm gonna tell you right now this is one of those things i get all excited if you're like uh a gold rush guy uh you know the the gold rush whitewater where the 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 hurt family right dustin and freddie they they get in there and they they suck up the gold out of the river if you like oak island all of those things you're gonna love this show uh a lot of great fascinating stories and and uh they do a lot of uh Mining themselves and, and running uh, little uh, exposes, if you will, out in the where old abandoned mine sites and things like that. Great program, uh, and so many more. That's going to be every Friday now. Uh, from from two to three, the treasure seekers. Uh, for all of you uh, Arizonans and all you other listeners, now you can go to thirteen sixty khnc dot com. You click the Listen Live button and stream stream us in uh, after my show every day after my show. Alex Jones comes on there, so 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 many great programs coming. Make sure you check it out thirteen sixty khnccom dot com. And we were able to do all of this. When you do business with us, listen, I told you, this is a movement. We've been hoodwinked. We've been shammed. We've been taken advantage of. Go out to allamericagold.com today. David Stockman does a great interview with USA Watchdog. It's absolutely fantastic. you got to listen to it. I mean, it's 48 minutes longer. I'd play it uh, on this show, but it's incredible. It's so simple. You know, and he talked about wealth. Do you know back before nineteen seventy one, the the bottom half of the United States owned a third of the wealth. The 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 next section, if you will, uh up to the ninety percent, they owned a third. And then of course the 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 upper echelon guys owned a third. I mean that's how it was. Really, a third, a third, a third, right? And, and and we had this great middle class. And and all of a sudden, then we get this central bank that decides that all, the, all they care about is Wall Street. Right? Think about it now. You're retired. Maybe you're 55. Maybe you're 60. You're 65. You're 70. Right? You have no choice but to put your money in the casino. Because the Fed... Wanted to support their friends. I'm going to tell you what it's done to the wealth of this nation when we return. 800 at 9-2. Yesterday, I ran a great item. And it was late, and, and I didn't get to talk about it enough. But But you got to pay attention. Because, again, remember, this isn't just about making sure... Uh, your assets are protected, right? This is how we're going to spread it. This is how we're going to grow. This is how we're going to continue uh, to provide all of the great material uh, that we do on a daily basis and so much more. Uh, we had 30 to 40 $10 liberties yesterday. I still have about half of that left. Listen, this is this is how good of a deal. By the way, uh, gold's up today. I think the we, we've... Retest, well, I should say retested we we found a new bottom right we broke 1300 went way up now we're back uh got to 1302 uh early this morning kind of overnight while we were sleeping now we're roaring back above 1310 1311 again uh the the this is a huge huge step again both gold and silver both another new higher low and this is what you're going to see Higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs. As gold continues to move, don't be fooled about this little dead cat bounce you got on Wall Street. Uh, by the way, Wall Street down two hundred and fifty, three hundred right now. I'll get to that later. It doesn't matter. That really, and I, and I tell you all that, and then I tell you it doesn't matter because it doesn't. Trust me, thirteen hundred dollar gold is going to look like two hundred and fifty dollars does today. Right? Don't don't we wish that we could all go back when the Bank of England sold all their gold and just buy every ounce we possibly could have, right? That's what it's going to look like. But I still have half of them left. Listen, they're $690. And remember what I tell you, right? We want you to buy as much as you can, as close to spot as you can. We've always said that. And not just close to spot, but the right kind, right? where you can buy it, sell it, trade it, and we don't have to take your Social Security number. We don't have to 1099 you. I hate 1099s. I hate doing it. It's a pain in my butt. I get charged by, my, you know, my accountant doesn't do it for free. It makes my wife all upset. She's got to do a whole bunch of extra paperwork. It's a pain in the butt. Listen, we got enough problems. Listen, we got enough issues going on with, with taxes. And, all. of course, you know here we are in tax season and all that stuff. We don't need to add to it. And that's why we recommend the products that we recommend, right, which is U.S. minted material. That makes sense, right? I wish more of us thought uh, buying U.S. meant something uh, to us. And the problem is now, nowadays the central bank has made it to where you can't even afford to buy U.S. made materials, U.S. made products. There's a reason why all the jobs left. It's the central bank. I'll get to it. Don't worry. I'll tie it all together. But I want you to do yourself a little math. Let's do some math together. Okay, $1,310. You divide that by two. That's $655, right? Because this is a fractional coin, right? Got the $20 gold piece, the $10 gold piece, the $5 gold piece, essentially one ounce, a half ounce, quarter ounce. $655. Is half of the spot price today. These are $690. So that's $35 over the spot price. That's what I'm talking about. You don't buy fractional gold like that. These are the things that you take advantage of. This is when you want to put your money to work and take advantage of the deal. $10 living. These are the old ones. And why do we like the old ones over the new ones? Okay, so why, why is a $10 Liberty, in my mind, better than a $25 American Gold Eagle? Okay, that's the newer, you know, they, they have to, in order for the government to mint a coin, legally, they have to give it a value. Now, back in the old days when they gave it a value, that was actually what it was worth. That $10 gold piece was actually worth $10 when they minted it in the late 1800s. The one that I'm selling today for $690. That was worth 10 bucks. It was interchangeable with a $10 bill. Then, in this, you know, people forget this. It was illegal for you to own gold in America from 1933 to 1971. You couldn't own it. See, this was the central bank's way of saying, because they knew. Yeah, if we give them the choice they're gonna, they're gonna they're, they're not gonna put the money in the bank. right Listen, they wanted your money. Why do you think they created the Federal Reserve in secrecy? They wanted your money. And they knew you wouldn't put your money in the bank if you were still allowed to own gold. So they took it away. And then when they closed the gold window in 1971, right because all the foreigners wanted gold and not the dollar. We didn't mint gold again until 1986. Well, in 1986, in order for the government to mint the coin, they got to give it a value. So instead of twenty ten five, 5 they went $50, $25, $10, right? I know the math doesn't quite work there, does it? But that's, you know, they got to give it a value. And then, of course, uh, the $5 one-tenth ounce, which is different than the $5 Liberty. But that's why they have a value, just so you know. So, uh, legally, for the mint-to-mint the mint coins, they have to give it a value. But that's just random. Obviously, they're not worth that today. But why do we like it? Number one, why do I like the, 10 to, the older 10 versus the newer 25? Well, one reason, it's cheaper. Okay, that's, that's a, probably the best reason. Price per ounce-wise, it costs less. But I go back and to the when they confiscated gold in 1933. They did make a couple of exceptions, right? There's always a loophole, but they, there was a couple of them. One, if you were a dentist, right? You you know back then there was gold filling. Today that wouldn't be an exception, would it? Right? Because they don't use gold fillings in dentistry anymore. One, if you were a jeweler, right? So if, a, if you were, a, hey, I own a jewelry store, or I make jewelry, you were allowed to, to own it because you had to make your, your chains and your necklaces and your rings. Another was an artist. Hey, I'm going to do, a, I don't know, I guess a gold sculpture or something like that. You could get gold. The only other exception Was if you held collectible coins, the government said, "Hey, you could keep those." Obviously, you know my cynicalness. This is what all of these guys had, right? When they took the gold away, they made sure, "Hey, listen, they're not taking my gold because they already knew, right? They already knew." Hey, listen, as soon as they take the gold, we're going to jack up the price by seventy-five percent, and I want to make sure I cash in. You could keep the collectible coin. When the government reintroduced the minting of gold and silver coins again, they made, uh, I guess, in the law, they changed the classification for any of the pre-1933 gold that was still in existence, that didn't get melted down. Remember, as I've told you, allegedly... The gold that they confiscated from us got melted down, and that's what's in Fort Knox. One of these days, I'll dig up that clip from uh, the old uh, uh, mint chief Moy. He gave an interview when he talked about he went to Fort Knox, and I'll bust that out one of these days and and, and, and let him tell it to you. But uh, they made a noted exception and said, hey, all that old gold that's still left, and most of that gold was where? That was in Europe they said is now a collectible, right? You can't put those libs and those saints and those Indians into an IRA. You want a gold IRA? I can put gold in your IRA. I can put a gold bar in there. I can put a gold eagle in there. I can put a buffalo in there. Heck, I can put a maple leaf. I can put a Krugeran in there. Can't put in a $20 Liberty or a $20 saying, I can't put in these $10 Liberties that I'm selling you today. Right, because that's a collectible. Now, does that mean that when they confiscate gold again, and, and we're going back to a gold standard when it's all said and done. At least at least that's my opinion. First, they're going to try uh, the digital thing and all that and blah, 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 but down the road. Does that mean that that next time you're going to be able to keep it? I don't know. But I like the fact that, hey, this is a considered a collectible coin legally by the United States. And if they confiscate gold again, I'm hoping that there's a chance that they'll say, hey, just, you know, just the regular stuff, the collectible stuff, you can still keep. You know, otherwise, why wouldn't they let you put it in the IRA? Right. I, I don't know. That's just my thought. With a stroke of a pen, we all know the government can do what they want. But this is why I like old gold, right? You can buy it for less than the new stuff. And it's considered a collectible, which, hey, maybe possibly you can hold on to it when the government comes back to their senses and we want to go back on a gold standard. That will get it done. But today you're talking about $35 over the spot. When you buy one of these, you're buying it within $35 of, of the spot price at 690 bucks, 800 And not only is that great value for you, it allows us to continue to do all the great things uh, that we've been doing now for 23 years. And it's part of the reason why uh, we've been here for as long as we have. Having said all that, Make sure you listen to Stockman. Go to allamericangold.com today. It's fantastic. It truly is. Right? And we talk about, remember how I talked about, listen, it used to be a third, a third, a third. Today, the 1% now owns over 40%, almost 50%. The top 10%, right, they pretty much own it all. Right? In the bottom 90%, right? we're right? down to like 25%. And this has been all the work of this wonderful central bank. Think about this. Why did all the jobs leave? Why is everything made somewhere else? How did it happen? And a lot of us, you know, without thinking, say, well, NAFTA and GAP. Right, that, that yes, right. That kind of paved the way. Right, we got rid of tariffs and and other things. But really, what happened was inflation. Right, remember this two percent number. Stockman made a great point in his interview. Really, exactly two percent. I mean, it's not like two point one seven or one point nine three or. Two point four six, no, but it's exactly two. That's how you know it's bull, right? Really? Just it, it's exactly that number, right? As I, I've told you forever, you know they just made it up. It's just like they talked about uh, with the stock buybacks, right? Now the Democrats are saying, hey, we you can't buy buybacks. We want to pass a rule that says you can't buy back stock unless you paid everybody at least. I think they said twelve bucks an hour, right? Which is 15, 20, listen, it needs to be 30. But that's my point. Why did the jobs leave? Well, you know, in 1982, before it became legal to do a stock buyback, you know, it was illegal. Most people don't know that because right? they don't want you to know history. The minimum wage in 1982, and I'm too lazy to look it up, but what what was it? two-something? Two Maximum. I know I, when I entered the workforce, the minimum wage was $3.15 in the late 80s. So somewhere in the, let's say somewhere between two and a half and $3 an hour. Why did the jobs leave? Well, now to be a middle-class guy, you got to make 20 some dollars an hour. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break.
1: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. And now from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis
2: Schlafly. Yesterday was Ronald Reagan's birthday, and it's so important that we preserve his legacy. We surely cannot expect the academic community or the professional historians to do that for us. University history departments are dominated by left-wingers and even Marxists, who hate everything Ronald Reagan stood for. Nor can we depend on the mainstream media to be kind to Reagan. Big media have always been biased against him. It's just second nature for big media to criticize conservatives while describing liberals in flattering terms. Young people need to be reminded that President Reagan restored America's national confidence, propelled our economy into the longest expansion in history, and, in the famous words of Margaret Thatcher, won the Cold War without firing a shot. Ronald Reagan was a man of principle. As president of the Screen Actors Guild in Hollywood, as an advocate for Barry Goldwater's presidential bid in 1964, as a candidate for president in 1976 and 1980, and as president from 1981 to 1989, Reagan was always steadfast in what he believed. You should reread the great speech he gave in 1964 that propelled him to national prominence. The conservative message that he believed in is right there. Tax cuts, smaller government, standing up for American interests, and doing the right thing. Ronald Reagan was a man of great faith in America and optimism about the future, and that's why he talked so often about America being a shining city on a hill. It was my pleasure to have worked hard for Ronald Reagan when he ran for president, and it was my honor to have visited the White House many times while he lived there. Reagan was warm-hearted, fun to be with, confident that he was fulfilling the mission God laid out for his life, and humble as he exercised the vast powers of the American presidency. Ronald Reagan was our greatest 20th century president.
1: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com.
0: Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Dow is down three fifty. Uh, gold is higher today, uh, right now at thirteen ten in ounce. And and again, I think we got a great uh, new support here above thirteen hundred. Right, and what we do is you you get the new highs. You want the pullback. Bounce off support and go up to the next level. Look for new highs, and and that's exactly what's happened. Silver, same thing, did 1550 now. Silver's already back to 1575. Uh, The news of of the Dow, a lot of different things played out. Number one, and again, I don't, you know, give myself a self-high five, a pat on the back, problems with China. Larry Kudlow coming out today and saying, man, (laughs) we're a long way from home on China. And again, I told you, listen, China's more than happy. Listen, we'll buy some stuff from you. Okay, well, we'll we'll make you happy. A few more soybeans make you happy. A little more, how about some crude oil? How about, you know, that natural gas? Okay, fine. We'll do it. What? How much you want? What'll make you happy? The second you start talking about, hey, uh, technology and protecting of U.S. companies, uh, no sale, no sale, right? And, and why should they sell? Listen, I'm like, listen, all your companies are already here already. So that that was a a, a part of it, but uh, there was a lot more data to it, all right? And uh, and I'll get to those, but I wanna I wanna share with you why this has happened. How did we get to the point where hundreds of billions of dollars of wealth leave this country every year? Do you know that we ran a surplus right up until we went off the gold standard, trade surpluses, right up until we went off the gold standard? Do you think it, it, it ended on accident? What? Well, I think the last trade surplus we ran was 1973. That was it. Last one. Never to be seen again. Why? That doesn't sound very logical, does it? I mean... For over a hundred years, we ran trade surpluses all the time. Everybody wanted our stuff. Number one, it was better than everybody else's. Number two, it was cheap. Yeah, it was cheap. Remember, I remember growing up. Oh, you want the Italian jeans, and they're like two hundred dollars or something like that. Italian shoes and all right, They, they were expensive. Our stuff was great quality, and it was inexpensive. Of course, the minimum wage in the the 70s was, what, a dollar or something? Why do we now need $15 an hour? Listen, I know you've driven around town. You've driven around. You've seen the signs. Like, like, uh, Jack in the Box near my house. It's got to sign up, $13 an hour, right? Walmart's got to sign up, $12 an hour. This is why you can't make anything here. But right? This is why, quite honestly, a 10% tariffs, it's done nothing. But don't be fooled. Oh, all these jobs are coming. No, they're not. Because you know what jobs are going to coming? We're, we're spending... Uh, a gazillion dollars on the military, building all this up. That, those jobs are, are back. That Crude oil, right? We went from 4 million barrels a day to almost 12 million, right? That's where most of the manufacturing jobs are. Let's so not kid ourselves, right? The, the, the car, I got more bad news on car companies. I don't know if I'll get to it today. But this is why they left. They left because of this nonsense called inflation. And while they've created this inflation, the percentage of the pie, the percentage of the American dream has shrunk for all but the very top. Right, Really, most of it isolated into the 1%. Those that are in the top 10 At the bottom of the top 10, which is where most of the, if you're in the top 10%, most of it's concentrated right near the bottom. You're like, you're barely in it. Right? Those guys, maybe you have held your own. The rest of the nation, listen, we've lost wealth. We're poorer for the first time ever. You know, and they say, well, you know, you're, you're, you're making more than ever before. You're right. $3.15 an hour is my first job. 3 dollars And then it went to $3.35. And I remember I went to $3.38. Why I remember that, I don't know. I did. But now, right, it's mostly like about $12. Here's the difference. At that three fifteen, I moved out. I moved out of my parents' house at three dollars and fifteen cents an hour. Right, Arlene's laughing. She knows she's got two twenty-some year olds living with her, right? Just like everybody else in America can't move out. Right, and I actually moved out, and I was working part time, and, and I was still—I was working somewhere between twenty and thirty hours a week. And if I wanted more, I could, you know. Oh, hey, I had an expense. I got— can I get more hours this week, boss? You know, you can move out. You buy a car, make a car payment. I think my first car payment was like fifty-nine dollars. <laughs> I'm not kidding and this is because of this nonsense of fiat money it's nonsense this 2% target really it's exactly 2% and then of course you got to lie about it on top of that think about this central bank debt in the last 20 years has gone from about five trillion dollars to twenty-five trillion dollars, corporate debt—the number—it's—it's—it's it's, it's astronomical. The size of the corporate debt that exists today—it's unsustainable. It can't be supported. It's like the national debt—it's twenty-two trillion dollars. We got no—and listen, by the end of the year, it'd be twenty-three. And by, by the end of this time, the following year, it's going to be 25. right by the time we get to 2029, the debt's going to be 40 trillion plus. Time to get those hard assets 9510592. of radio news hour. we'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Still got ten dollars liberties, thirty five dollars over the spot price at six hundred and ninety dollars a piece. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, gold went from two fifty to thirteen hundred. The debt went from five trillion to twenty two. The debt in the next ten years. Going to double at, that's a, that's probably the best case scenario, right? So was what, what what are we talking about? Right? We had the debt go up seventeen trillion. Gold went up four times. Now we're gonna have the debt go up another twenty, maybe thirty trillion. Right? Four, five, six thousand dollar gold. It, it's it's so easy. To see. I, I have a hard time seeing how it's not at least three thousand, four, you know, three three to four thousand. The fear is the potential is on the higher side. There's not a chance. We have a zero shot at having a deficit of less than $40 trillion by 2030, there's there's no chance, right? I mean, well, I shouldn't say there's no chance, right? Let, let's just say, let's do odds. Less There's probably less than a 5% chance that the deficit, the, just the national debt, forget about corporate, forget about Fed balance sheets, I don't even want to think about how big they're going to be. Less than 5% chance that it's under 40. Even the CBO (laughs) is already saying, well, uh, it's going to be at least 32 or 33 trillion, right? I mean, come on. There's a 95% chance that it's greater than 40. There's probably uh, at least a 30% chance it's higher than $50 trillion. This is why I said I, I think the Federal Reserve notes number. I, well, much faster than people think. But let me tell you so the Dow's down 350 points. Uh, news out of China. This is what I told you. It's all it's nonsense. China's not going to just say, okay. They're not. And and really, quite honestly, guess what? Shame on these companies. Because they are already there. They already gave it to them. And you know what? Though the reason why they gave them to you know NAFTA and GAT, that that just made it easier. But the reality was, it was this—it's this money system. We got expensive. Listen, the Mexicans will work at a car plant for two bucks, right? We we know here in America, We already know. Right, the minimum wage really, I mean twelve dollars about as cheap as it can get, right? We know that. And really, in most places you want anybody any good, it, it's gonna be uh fifteen bucks. That's just to put, you know, groceries in a ba- in, in a sack. Right? That's just to push shopping carts out of the lot. That's just to ask, would you like fries with that? Right, if you actually have a re, you know real skills, right, it costs significant. Just too much. But let me give you some of the other data. Southern California home sales down twenty percent. Excuse me, I mean I five ten twenty. Right, we we've seen this before. U.S. service sector. This was one of those soft dirt, uh, soft data points. The lowest in a year and a half. Janet Yellen was talking yesterday. She thinks the next Fed move is going to be rate cuts. You know she looks at data. She's got all the data. I'm just saying. All of this stuff has come out in the last 24 hours. Moody's. Has warned the state of Illinois, get ready. Illinois's on the clock. New York, New Jersey, California, you're all right behind them. This is going to be interesting. New Jersey just told Illinois, you raise taxes again, get ready for more downgrades. Right? Because all as you're doing now, everybody's, no one, that person in Illinois, turn out the lights. Huge ramification. The debt level that Illinois has makes the the fantasy that was the financial crisis look like child's play. But this is the one that got me the most. It wasn't Fiat, by the way. Fiat Chrysler, who had a great quarter, said, hey, sales, wow, big slowdown. But here's what got me. Class 8 heavy trucks. According to truck orders for January of 2019, Class 8 truck orders collapsed by 68%. I I don't even know what to say. I've never seen a number like that before. I don't know. Was there something big about last year? Uh, I don't know, but Class 8 truck sales were down to... 15,800 units. Down 68% year-on-year. Down 26% month-over-month. So from December to January, it fell 27%. From last January, orders we're, were down 68%. And again, these are signs. I mean... What does it mean? It's pretty obvious what it means. Things have gotten slower and considerably slower. And my guess is, and they cost way too damn much. That's, that's my guess. 800 951 Final segment when we return. 800 uh, 951 The $10 Liberty... Six hundred and ninety dollars, about thirty-five bucks over spot, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take the time, put them away. Uh, Big down day right now happening on Wall Street. Down three hundred and fifty. I'm just reading headlines here. A Trump Yi meeting, the president, President Yi in China. Now the meeting unlikely before March the 1st, or something obviously talks broke down completely because, uh, again, there's, there's no gain there for China. China's laid it out. I mean, they, they actually put it on paper. We are going to dominate the world in technology, and I don't care how we do it. And from the eastern shores of Europe to the western shores of Asia, that's our domain. Oh, by the way, they also announced they're building four more aircraft carriers. uh, Just so you know, Uh, Dow's down three forty, S and P's down forty, Nasdaq's down one hundred and twenty. Gold's actually up on the day now thirteen thirteen oh nine in change thirteen oh nine in change. Let's call it. We'll round it to thirteen ten. Silver, same thing. So silver, fifteen dollars and sixty nine cents right now. uh, Been uh, down. Got like I said. Uh, held support on silver gold held support uh at thirteen o two uh and now both of them this is exactly what you wanted to see. Listen, we want to keep getting get new highs set a set a higher low, get new highs nice and gradual you know you think about uh just just think how quickly already what was it october? October gold was 1100 and change silver was uh, for a day i think it was late october maybe it was even early november silver's 13 they got to 1397 it's got a long long way to go and here's the rea- unfortunately the the perception that the central bank came riding to the rescue isn't correct they were already way behind And now some of the data now just, we're just now starting to get some of this January data. Truck 8 sales down 68%. That's a problem. That's not a slowdown. That's a problem. Southern California home sales down 20%. Uh, I got a good idea of what's happening. Right? We got a good idea. My guess is the Chinese buyers aren't there. Vancouver's got the same problem. Seattle, right? All of that same thing. Just, you know, be prepared. Start getting ready. But understand this you don't solve a debt problem with more debt. You can't have prosperity through a printing press. And you certainly can't create $20 trillion out of thin air and say, we fixed it. Because that's what the central banks did, and here's the reality: interest rates are never going back to to six, seven, eight percent, right? We can't pay the interest on that. I, I got a bad feeling that by the time it's done, and who knows, right? Uh, Jason and I debate this all the time. Jason still thinks the Fed's going to try to squeeze another rate hike in, and I, I, I don't think so. But, but, but either way, five years from now. I'm not worried about rate hikes. I'm not even thinking zero. I'm wondering how far negative is it going to be. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great rest of your Thursday.